This fucking guy. Hello, my spicy chicken wings. Welcome to This Fucking Guy, a podcast about self-care, if self-care is one long scream into the void. Here is where we use expletives and alcohol to emotionally process the creeps, jerks, and punanis. Or are we back to P-words? I will accept punani this one last time. Uh, that composed the shitty elevator music of our lives. I just ate some Thai meatballs. Ren Martinez. And deep down, I feel that we are all Thai meatballs. Ginger Golub. It was truly Thai meatballs the whole time. Thai meatballs were the <laughs> friends we made along the way. <laughs> they were so yummy. Nom, 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 nom. They were so yummy. So I already know that you have a couple of things to scream into this void of ours. So uh, I think it's important that we enter into that early. Give you plenty of time to soak in. Yeah. Well, I mean, for, first and foremost, it feels like it has been 1,000 years since we've recorded an episode. It has been. Like, I, we are at the ass end of September. I don't think we've recorded since August. Um and a lot of that, uh, I am sad to say, dear listeners, is down to our beloved Karen. Yeah. Um, who wanted to see the manager of our show, has gone to see God's manager. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get a couple of coupons out of it. She is, she bypassed heaven entirely and is now running hell. I believe that, honestly. And you know what? I bet she's, like, allowing her workers to unionize, you know? Because deep in her heart, she I would do never. <laughs> I was trying to give her some credit. No, that's not the kind of dog she was. She was the goodest dog, and she would be Kate Gosselin if she were a human being. Aww. And I think we all have to accept that, but, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, when, 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 when someone we love passes away, I think we try to, like, you know, gloss over their flaws and then like and like only play the highlight reel and forget how many times that her tiny, tiny teeth sunk into my fingers when I forgot yeah. to move my hands slowly to pet her. <laughs> I think it was I think it was more than you told me. Well, you know, as somebody who has cats and sometimes cats are very sharp, I give a lot of leeway for like, I fucked up with this animal interaction. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so, so I've just been over here fully dissociating, uh, <laughs> and, um, just kind of enjoying myself in, in the abyss. Um, additionally, uh, my, as I, as I mentioned, I think on our last introduction, my poor, uh, father had knee surgery and is recovering from that in the middle of him recovering. Yes. From knee surgery, my mother has found out that she has to have heart surgery, which, and I don't embarrass my mother enough on this show. I frequently <laughs> embarrass my father. Um, so I had a wedding dress fitting about a week ago, two weeks ago, some amount of time ago. What is time? And she wasn't able to come. My parents live, you know, about three hours away from me. That's cool. That's whatever. We were going to uh, FaceTime her in. I FaceTime her in and I'm like, hey, what's up? And why are you in a hospital bed? Oof. Yeah, Oof. which was. This is not the first time your mother has spun a surprise hospital it's visit. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Um, 
I mean, it's, it's, you know, certainly the first time this fall. Okay. So there's that. Um, I feel like you need one of those signs that says, it's been blank number of days since, it's my, been- parents, since my parents have been hospitalized. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's sort of what we're working with. And in the middle of all of this... Um, my uh, DJ and I are sort of um, looking to put a little MC in the world sometime relatively soon. So we went to see a genetic counselor and she was like, so tell me about the healthcare providers you're seeing. And I was like, well, my psychiatrist told me that smoking marijuana uh, causes autism and my <coughs> partner smoking marijuana will cause miscarriages. And she was like, Fire that woman immediately. Um, <laughs> that that is not apparently it's not true, dear listeners. So what? in case in case you are one of our uh, many beautiful neurodivergent listeners, um, please know that it wasn't your weed smoking. What did it? Um, it was the meth. It was it was the meth that your parents were smoking, not the mm. weed. Ask your parents about that today. <laughs> Have an awkward conversation. Uh, but but she told me to go back to my rheumatologist. Say I do not like my rheumatologist. I do. He's not a warm man. I had uh, seen him many years prior. I had tried to stop seeing him and see another doctor in his practice, and they told me you are clearly doctor shopping. Either see him, or we're firing you from the practice. And I said, then fire me, bitch. Um, And then years later, when I was referred to a rheumatologist again, I did not notice it was the same man (laughs) somehow, Uh. somehow. And that's my bad, really. But he also did not recognize me. And we have never discussed it. And not that he would remember, because when I went in to my doctor's appointment today, I said, I need to know if I have Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. And if so, what type? And he said, well, it's definitely type three. And we know that because there's nothing wrong with your back. Dear listeners. (laughs) As you probably know, considering how many times we've talked about it. And it's been featured on our Scream Into the Void segments. On our Scream Into the Void segments, the number of times that my sound was fucked up because I was fully horizontal. (laughs) Uh, It was right in front of him in his notes, and then he started examining me, and he says, well, I don't know why you think you have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, and I said, well, about ten minutes ago, you did tell me I had type 3, so... Oh, man, this 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 is clearly a man who's able to retain knowledge like a Reta- goldfish. Yeah, so, um, those of you... Sitting at home, I want you to sing along with me when I tell you that he came to the conclusion that I just need to lose weight and exercise more. And death, death be upon him. I would like, uh, I would like a cloud of ravens to circle him and leave him with nothing but dust, like the end of the bad guy from their back. It. <laughs> Thank you for being the only other person in the world that remembers <laughs> this movie. Uh Additionally, I will say uh my my gorgeous mother was kind enough to like do all of the all of the research for me. She has been redeemed into other rheumatologists in the Richmond oh, area. Kind. She did follow this up one hour later by sending me an email being like, "But hear me out. Here's the benefits of yoga." You know, no one's perfect. No, nobody's perfect. Mm. 
But what I think, perhaps, is that you need a second opinion. Don't I fucking know it. And therapy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Ren. My my hackles are finally coming down from being raised for the last month, and I'm ready to let love and light and peace in again. And uh -huh. I just know that in this therapeutic session, you were just going to make things very easy and gentle for me, right? Sure am. I sure okay. am. Uh, love and light would definitely be how I describe, describe this person who I would almost... A hundred percent guarantee has a live, laugh, love poster. Okay. But let's start this off in their own words. Okay. Okay. Laura Loomer, 28, <laughs> is the most banned woman in the world. Fuck. She is also a Jewish conservative investigative journalist and activist and a pathological truth teller. Loomer has traveled all around the world for her investigations and is mostly known for her guerrilla-style journalism. She has become notorious for doorstepping Democrat politicians and celebrities with rapid-fire and artfully tactless questions, broadcasting the encounters online to a gleeful live audience. Public figures unfortunate enough to be on the receiving end of her ambush interviews are said to have been loomered, a term now in relatively common usage, and hopefully someday in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. In political retaliation for exposing cherished establishment figures, Loomer has been banned from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Uber, Lyft, Uber Eats, PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, GoFundMe, Medium.com, Periscope, YouTube, Stripe, Teespring, and Chase Bank. I didn't know you could get banned from Medium. It, I, well, it's for the lying. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's, that is our subject. Uh, Laura Elizabeth Loomer. Because she was, of she was. Course. I mean, yeah. Any millennial is it whose first name was Lauren, Laura, Lori. All of their middle names are Elizabeth. Yeah, it, it just was a thing. Um, she is an American far right, an anti-Muslim political activist, conspiracy theorist, and internet personality. She lives in Florida because, of course, she does. Mm -hmm. With her English bulldog, whose name is also Loomer. Uh, she, uh, yeah, it and I. There's no chance that the dog already had that name and it just coincidentally came to her oh, with the name Luke. Nope, okay. nope, nope, nope. She named her dog after her last name. I, I, I'm sighing. An English bulldog named Gollum would be very good. An English bulldog named Gollum would also be very good. Would also be very good. No, Gollum is a Chinese crested. <laughs> <laughs> and Samwise Gamgee is a golden retriever. Anyway, Loomer has worked as a activist, wink, wink, and journalist, wink, wink, for several organizations, including Project Veritas, a right-wing group known for lying and being very bad at it. Despite the name. But despite the name. The Rebel Media, which is known as the Canadian Breitbart. Well, yep. I've got... That raised so many more questions than it answered. Sure did. And fascist media darling InfoWars. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. 
As far as her internet personality stuff goes, it is mostly her getting banned from literally everywhere on the internet. It's mostly for reasons like violating policies on hate speech and spreading misinformation. That's how you get banned from Medium, the place where it does not vet any single articles. It does not. But I guess if you lie loud enough, they have to do something. Well, and probably about important enough things. I suspect you're going to get into it. Mm. She has also been banned and removed from events and had press credentials revoked. She was literally banned from CPAC in 2019. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know you could do that. You know what? With with Laura, where there's a will, there is a way. Is it just her and Borat? Uh, I think um, some of her some of her friends, I believe, also got banned. She hangs out with a certain crowd. Um, but basically, no one likes Laura Loomer. No one loves a Loomer. But why is Laura Loomer? She says it began on 9-11. It was honestly 9-11. When I was eight years old, I really started to become very interested in Islam. From a young age, I understood that there was a war on terror. My parents even bought me those Iraq Most Wanted playing cards. So while other kids were playing Pokemon cards, I was talking about things like Osama Bin Laden. I feel like when she says, I was really into Islam... (laughs) That's not what she means. Not not for the 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 reasons of isn't this an interesting thing I did not know about. I reasons. think she was really into Islamophobia. Yes. And also her parents giving her Iraq's most wanted cards. I'm pretty sure that's in the definition of child abuse. I'm probably. I'm pretty sure that's written in there somewhere. Her family life was unsurprisingly dysfunctional. She was mostly raised by her dad, a secular Jewish doctor, along with her two brothers, one whom had severe behavioral issues. To escape her chaotic home life, she apparently found refuge in politics and considered Sean Hannity and Bill O'Reilly her friends. Oh, no. Which, sad. Yeah, how fucking bleak does your childhood have to be before Bill O'Reilly is your imaginary friend? Ugh, could you, ugh. Can you imagine how disappointed you would be where you'd like, I got my imaginary friend and it's Bill O'Reilly. Are you going to make me feel bad for Laura Loomer? Is that? No, don't worry. Does that happen to? Don't worry. That washes away very quickly. Um, She also, like many other millennials, was obsessed with reality TV, especially shows like To Catch a Predator and Cheaters, which explains her Loomered brand of activism. (laughs) After high school, she first attended Mount Holyoke College in Massachusetts, but left after one semester because she felt targeted for being conservative. Quote, I ate every single meal by myself for an entire semester. Well, maybe you couldn't sit with them because you referred to Holyoke as a lesbian factory. Hmm. The... (laughs) The lesbian factory being the Cheesecake Factory's outlet in Vermont. (laughs) (laughs) The gayest cheesecakes you've ever seen. (laughs) In an interview with the Daily Mail, what a disaster that was, Loomer said, as her strategist started motioning Loomer to cut it out. If you go there, you'll be indoctrinated into a liberal vegan lesbian in no time. What? 
It's true. I had two roommates who were hetero when they arrived. By Christmas, they were like together and making out. I, mm, I don't think that Laura Loomer understands how lesbians work. First of all, firstly, second of all, clearly not everybody was indoctrinated. If you were there, that's not. <laughs> and third of all. What a thankless fucking job it must be to be Laura Loomer's strategist that she just ignores. Oh, yeah. I hope he's getting paid well. Well, I don't because no one should no. help this woman. But she doesn't get paid enough to to deal with That's Laura Loomer. probably, yeah. To escape the gay agenda, Loomer transferred... Sorry, continue. She read it on the syllabus and she was like, nope, not the lecture hall for me. <laughs> but she trans- I was supposed to be an econ. <laughs> we know that's straight. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, she transferred to Barry University in Miami Shores, Florida, another small Catholic liberal arts college where her father just so happened to receive his master's degree. Hmm. <laughs> She apparently thrived there, becoming active in campus Republican groups and eventually earning a degree in broadcast journalism. But while she was there, Loomer would learn how to become Loomered. In September 2014, <laughs> I just, I love using her name as an adjective, but for, but for how dumb it is. <laughs> she, ne- she needed to look inside her to find the Loomer all along. <laughs> like, what? Gosh. Um, in September 2014, Loomer tipped off a Florida politics blog that an imam had been invited to a 9-11 memorial event on Barry's campus. Okay. She told the now-defunct conservative blog Shark Tank that the interfaith memorial service began with Dr. Nasir Ahmad, the leader of Masjid Al-Ansar, one of the oldest mosques in Florida. Mm-hmm. Quote, repeatedly chanting the ominous phrase, Allahu Akbar, during his 10 to 15 minute address. Yeah. To, to remind everyone, Allahu Akbar just means God is great. Yeah. Which is not a terribly shocking thing to say at an interfaith service. No. It's like being shocked that the Christians are saying, Amen. Or that the Jews are saying, Shalom. Shalom. Loomer goes on to say that she, as well as other students and people in the community who we don't know who they are, but they're definitely there. They definitely are there. She definitely knows them. Were offended by the imam's use of the phrase and felt, quote, insulted that on a day like 9-11, they would allow for a man of Muslim faith to open the service and chant Allahu Akbar, the words that suicide bombers and terrorists chant before blowing themselves up. Okay, so I'm going to start making a list. Uh, things Laura Loomer does not understand currently include Islam, lesbians, indoctrination, <laughs> college, and the purposes of hiring a strategist. Ooh, write this down. It's going to get longer. Okay. I know you're kidding, but I'm going to. No, I, I, I expect this list at the end. Okay, okay. we're going to have a test on it. But the point is, after that, Loomer said that she became known as the campus Islamophobe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean... Mm. Gee, Laura, wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> the 
this little taste of celebrity just whetted Laura's appetite, clearly, because she decided to go big or go home. Mostly go home. In yeah. 2015, her senior year, she decided to engineer a hidden video stunt. Mm-hmm. She met with school administrators to see about starting a humanitarian club focused on helping Middle Eastern women and children with support and educational supplies. The name of the club? Sympathetic Students in Support of the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. Uh. Yes, that is the name of ISIS. She wanted to, she called it Sympathetic Students in Support of ISIS. Oh, what? Well, mm. In the extremely edited video, I cannot emphasize how extremely edited, the school only asked that she change the name to Students in Support of the Middle East. Uh-huh. The video of this encounter was released by Project Veritas, the shitty brain baby of James O'Keefe, a man who definitely owns an anime body pillow. <laughs> the video itself is not available as it was recorded on private property and in a two-party consent state, which means it's illegal as hell. The university was understandably furious, explaining that the paperwork for the club contained no mention of ISIS and uh-huh. hadn't even reached a level where it would have been rejected immediately. In a great example of biting the hand that feeds you, she was suspended for violating the student code of conduct by disrupting the school community and creating a hostile work environment. <laughs> that feels correct. Also, that school administrator she was illegally recording, that was her thesis supervisor. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> who filed a criminal complaint against her. It was later dropped, but that was her thesis supervisor. I cannot even... Girl. Anyway, she also, according to herself, a person who can definitely be trusted, was supposed to be valedictorian, but could not attend her graduation. You've been punked! (laughs) Thus began the beginning of her career in what is very loosely called journalism. You can add that to the list. Oh, it's already out there. It's point seven. (laughs) Continuing doing undercover operations with Project Veritas. In 2015, she and two other women posed as Clinton supporters to try and entrap campaign workers in illegal activities. Like one claiming to be Canadian and asking how to falsify an address for a campaign donation. Mm -hmm. In truly intrepid undercover work, all three women gave the same phone number which is listed on the website for the University of Minnesota's based Students for a Conservative Voice. Ah. Just, mwah. Beautiful. Chef's kiss. I mean, y'all are Lois Lane, clearly. She continued doing very bad undercover work throughout 2016, including a stunt on Election Day, which involved her going to a polling station wearing what she called a full burqa and asked for a ballot under the name Huma Abedin. If you remember Huma Abedin, she was the ex-wife of Anthony Anthony Weiner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, she was wearing a burqa, but again, she wasn't wearing a burqa. Her her face was exposed, which is not a burqa. It's not what a burqa is. But But she also put on another burqa. She's obsessed with burqas. On the Fearless Girl statue on Wall Street as part of a March Against Sharia demonstration. (sighs) Then there was Laura's Shakespearean debut. On June 16th, 2017, Loomer attended a production of Julius Caesar in Central Park. In the audience was Jack Posobiec, 
another alt-right activist and man who probably carries Rohypnol just in case. Mm. He texted her, are you here for the Chernovich contest? To which she replied, just stay tuned. He was referring to Mike Chernovich, one of America's most visible right-wing provocateurs, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center. Everybody drink. Everyone take a drink, <laughs> which I will. Or don't, if that's not in your recovery plan. Take a sip of water. Hydrate. We're inclusive here at this fucking guy, Central. Mm-hmm. So he had recently issued a challenge and a promise to his frothing-at-the-mouth fans, saying he would donate a thousand bucks to anyone who would interrupt this particular play. Because you see, this production had decided to reimagine Julius Caesar mm-hmm. as a Donald Trump figure. alongside a Slavic-accented wife, Calpurnia. Because the New York art scene is subtle, subtlety, the middle name, (laughs) subtle. Anyway, in Act 3, the orange-tinted Caesar was surrounded by angry senators and, spoiler alert, begins being stabbed to death. Yeah. This is when Loomer, starting up her live stream, runs up to the stage and shouting, Stop the normalization of political violence against the right! Uh, clearly confused, some of the actors break character to remind her, uh, this is Julius Caesar. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am, this is a play. (laughs) This is a 500-ass-year-old play. (laughs) I know that we are doing it with subtext that really, at this point, should be called text. I mean, that's the lovely thing about Shakespeare, is that you can do a Romeo and Juliet production which take place at a roller rink in the 80s. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. And have, certainly. (laughs) They're all, all of the the characters in Hamlet are played by hamsters. Like, who cares, right? I would watch that. I would. Fucking watch that. Anyway. Loomer, who's clearly unfamiliar with breaking the fourth wall, continued, This is violence against Donald Trump. Shame on the New York Public Theater for doing this. You guys are ISIS. CNN is ISIS. You also don't understand what ISIS is. (laughs) No. No, you don't. Mm. Well, security, surprise, surprise, escorted her out to a round of applause. You know, like when people get get kicked off of airlines for not wearing a mask? like. And Thank I'm sure she you. thought that it was for her. Oh, no, I don't think she did. Oh. But she, like, lives on the hate. She loves... She lives for the applause, applause, applause. She's not nearly cool enough. Anyway. No. She continued live streaming, shouting shame at random passerbys, with one straight up saying, who is this crazy bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Which... Title of our episode. So say we all... <laughs> And then the police arrived and arrested her for disorderly conduct and criminal trespassing. Uh-huh. Quote, I'm not resisting officers. Unlike the left, the left doesn't support blue lives. They want to kill you guys. What? What? In an interview with The New Yorker, she met with journalist Andrew Marantz about, I think that's how you pronounce his name, I've only read it. Mm. Uh, about 30 minutes after being released from police custody to discuss the stunt. She sat beside Posobiec and Franklin Wright, a member of the Proud Boys, as they scrolled through Twitter to see the reactions. Mm-hmm. This includes support from Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram. And her name was the number four trending hashtag. Mm. And oh, then there's, there's this amazing exchange, I, which I have to quote for you. Quote, <clears throat> 
Loomer noticed that Ben Shapiro, a conservative columnist who opposed Trump during the 2016 election, had begun to argue that her action was not consistent with free speech principles. This obnoxious, stupid snowflake crap is no better than the protesters who try to block college speeches, Shapiro tweeted. They're just jealous, man, Posobiec said. Ben Shapiro never even supported Trump. Just tweeted him, like, et tu, Brute? I was not blocking anyone's speech, Loomer said, her voice rising. The play didn't stop after they made me leave. If anything, I was increasing the amount of speech. First of all, (laughs) is there any chance if we leave them in a room together, they'll kill each other? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm normalizing violence against the right. Mm Mm-hmm. I think they would, but I don't think it would be physical violence. I think it would be spiritual. Yeah. Well, like all conservative tryhards going viral, Loomer appeared on Fox News' Hannity a few days after her arrest. She explains that she knew she would be arrested, but that it was necessary because the left wing has, quote, systematically and programmatically used their free expression as a pretext to incite violence. She reminded everyone that her protest was nonviolent and that it was her duty to stop the play, which was a form of terrorism, and that she, quote, was protecting the president's life and protecting the Constitution. Laura, that was an actor. That wasn't Donald <laughs> Trump. It was an actor, and his name was Julius Caesar in the play. They didn't change it. <laughs> It was Julius Caesar. He was just wearing a suit with a red tie and a bad haircut. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I imagine Laura Loomer watching any TV show. Like, like she's watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer and she's like, oh, vampires, they're in California. And she <laughs> takes any piece of media as like sacrosanct. Cannot determine the difference between reality and fiction. No. So she became a right-wing viral sensation nearly overnight. To bolster this truly admirable career, she started Illuminate Media with two O's. Oh, fuck's sake. Yes. Uh, in 2018. Better or worse than Vigilante Electronics. Ooh, she hasn't murdered anyone, so I'm going to say better. He didn't murder anyone. Okay, she hasn't shot anyone at this point, knock on wood. That surprises me more than anything you've said. She's, I mean, she's definitely Second Amendment focused, because again, she's one of these, like, right-wing tryhards, but she's not, like, fucking guns the way that Caitlin Bennett is. You know what I mean? Like, Caitlin Bennett is the gun girl. Uh, Laura Loomer is the Islamophobe of this really shitty girls group that they have going Yeah. I don't know if you said Laura Loomer was from Jersey, but she reads as being from Jersey. She has that energy. Whereas Caitlin Bennett reads as being from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Not quite Texas. No. Mm-mm. Not, not quite that, uh, not quite as big a hat. Mm-hmm. So this Illuminate Media, the business address is in Lake Worth, Florida, and happens to be the same business address as a Tom Trento, the founder of United West, which is deemed a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Yeah. (laughs) And he's also a man featured under Islamophobic Individuals by the Council on American-Islamic Relations. So what what is her relationship to this individual? They share the same business address. 
Okay. Just a, I just love this little bit. In 2014, Tom wrote an open letter to Muslims, as you do, stating, <clears throat> Dear Muslims of the Levant, we Americans know you enjoy your oil-drenched lives of crass debauchery and fake religiosity. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> it makes me, for some reason, think of, like, what what was that, like, soap opera that was, like, oil tycoons? Like, Dallas? Dallas? Yes, for some reason. It's like, you know Muslims aren't the cast of Dallas. <laughs> uh, the letter also asked that Muslims, quote, Agree that Jerusalem has nothing to do with Islam, and what? <laughs> and divest ownership in American gas stations, or at least clean the bathrooms. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god! I know you read this to your husband before. Before you're reading it to me, what were his thoughts? Honestly, so he he read through it to make sure this was coherent, and his only thing was like, I I know it's pronounced Allahu Akbar. Just make sure you're <laughs> pronouncing it correctly. How were you saying it? Well, it was written Allah Akbar because like Allah, yeah. like but it's it's Allahu Akbar. Yeah, but it, it was just like okay, that's fine. And, he, and then other than that, he was like, she dumb. <laughs> She's so dumb. She dumb. This man also dumb. This, this man, man possible podcast episode of his own. Mm hmm. So, again, the two are birds of a feather, flocking together, shitting on everything. Sharing property taxes. With such bigoted wind beneath her wings, Loomer launched into more and more outrageous political punkings. Mm-hmm. In March 2018, Loomer went to a federal courthouse in Orlando to confront Noor Alman, the widow of the Pulse nightclub shooter shouting at her about whether Muslims can color Easter eggs and if jihad means an act of Islamic terror before having her press credentials revoked and being removed by a U.S. marshal. Adding Easter eggs. <laughs> In August of that year, she confronted then-candidate Rashida Tlaib at a campaign event, posted a video of the exchange, which included Tlaib possibly trying to grab her phone, which, again, the footage is meh, yeah. And then finally, and honestly, I wouldn't blame her. Like, probably shouldn't do that. Like, it's its own thing, but I would. Oh no! I mean, Laura was being a butthole. Yeah. And then she filed a lawsuit seeking two million in damages. Laura, the suit alleged assault, battery, emotional distress, and violations of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. <laughs> Another for the list. You see, Loomer getting so long. You see, Loomer claimed that Talib violated her rights under the RFRA by violently attacking her in an attempt to quote shut down her attempts to gather news and inform the public of Rashida Talib's attacks on Israel and Jews. No, <laughs> that's not a thing. You'll be shocked to learn that the suit was dismissed without prejudice. No. In November 2018, after being permanently banned from Twitter for hate speech, mm. Laura Loomer handcuffed herself to the front doors of Twitter's New York headquarters. This is her? This is her. Oh, my, look how far she's come. She wore a yellow Star of David and carried a sign that said, Twitter, Jew hatred 
A-OK, Nosy Jew Band. <laughs> In her live stream, she accused Twitter of, quote, upholding Sharia when they banned me for tweeting facts about Sharia law. She also told the live stream, and just literally anyone who would listen, that she would not remove the handcuffs until CEO Jack Dorsey reinstated her account. Twitter employees on the street were asked for their identification and then promptly allowed to enter the building at the next door over. Mm-hmm. NYPD officers eventually erected a barricade around her and moved onlookers away from the handcuff-screaming lady. Yep. The police made it clear that they had no plans to remove her or press charges, as Twitter did not give a shit and had not asked them to do anything. <laughs> like, okay. Okay, dude. So, I- <sighs> The point is... The police made it very clear they weren't going to move her because Twitter did not give a shit enough about her, Uh right? I want my Twitter, she complained to the cops who were babysitting her. Oh, my God. If I have to, I'll pee on myself. I haven't eaten or drunken today. (laughs) (sighs) After several hours of this and complaints about the cold, Loomer then asked very politely if the police could remove her from the door. One snip of the bolt cutters later, and Laura was escorted to a car, was not arrested, and drove off, I'm assuming, to go pee. Yeah. Yeah. In January 2019, Loomer convinced several men she met at a Home Depot parking lot to jump the fence with her at Nancy Pelosi's Napa, California home, set up a tent, and stage a protest against immigration. Um, here is a series of tweets from journalist Will Summer about this courageous demonstration. (laughs) Right-wing activist Laura Loomer has jumped the fence at Nancy Pelosi's Napa home and set up a tent protesting immigration. Now she's chanting, Nancy, Nancy. Laura Loomer has walked... (laughs) That's that's all she was chanting? Nancy, Nancy. She couldn't get beyond Nancy, Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) She's good at many things, but apparently rhyming is not one of them. Fancy Nancy, I pee my pantsy. <laughs> we jumped I love the how fancy. She, we have Caitlin Bennett who definitely shit herself and Laura Loomer who definitely pissed herself outside of Twitter headquarters. Jesus. Um, Laura Loomer has walked off the stream on the way to Pelosi's house. One of her crew is claiming that it's legal to jump the fence because there were no, no trespassing signs. That's not how anything mm-hmm. works. One of Loomer's pals is urging viewers to come and ask for sanctuary at Pelosi's house. He claims they'll be allowed to stay and won't get in legal trouble because we're not Antifa. Hmm. What? Now Laura Loomer is back and saying she tried to open the doors to Pelosi's house, but they were locked. This seems like an unwise thing to be admitting. (laughs) For lack of anything better to do, Laura Loomer is now carrying her tent back and forth on Nancy Pelosi's lawn. Oh, my God. The police have arrived, but Loomer and crew are refusing to give identification, saying, Gavin Newsom said we don't need IDs. Cops aren't thrilled. Loomer has claimed the guys in yellow jackets she brought are undocumented immigrants. It's not clear whether that's true, but they are getting a lot of attention from the police, appear unable to give ID. One cop says Loomer has really put those guys in a tough spot. Yeah. Which, yes, I can absolutely imagine her rounding up this group of dudes saying, I will pay you to do this, and then being like, by the way, here they're undocumented, fucking arrest them. Like a piece of shit. Yeah. 
And lastly, Laura Loomer is finally kicked off of Nancy Pelosi's lawn. Loomer asks if she can go back and get her immorality tent. She was not... it number two? She was not arrested for this. Somehow. She tried to open Nancy Pelosi's doors, but was not arrested. It's amazing how many people do not get arrested for trying to open Nancy Pelosi's doors. <laughs> I mean, I try three times a week, and you know, they just that bitch keeps them locked tight. <laughs> One woman who understands doors, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Later that same month, Loomer tried the stunt again, but this time on Gavin Newsom's lawn. It, Gavin Newsom's the governor of yeah. California. Oh, uh, I did not know who Gavin Newsom was. I thought I did. I didn't. I'm very dumb. He is the governor of California. Yeah. Uh, she live-streamed herself and her supporters dressed up in racist caricatures of Mexican people, complete Hopefully. with ponchos, sombreros, and comically large mustaches as they chanted, this is a real chant, not Nancy Nancy, not Gavin Gavin, um, no hate, no fear, rapists are welcome here, no hate, no fear. Drug dealers are welcome here. It's not actually really good rhythmically. The syllables don't match up. It should be like no hate, no fear. Da 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 da. da you know? Yeah, it's it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense either. It doesn't. Like I know what she was going for. I know that she was going for sarcasm. Um, but... I don't think she understands sarcasm. It's number thirty-one. <laughs> get to this the title of the episode will be whatever number things <laughs> laura loomer doesn't understand um also being arrested she was arrested this time uh-huh she was arrested okay. uh but not for long apparently because in february that year laura decided to take this show on the road alongside ali alexander another far-right provocateur who would eventually become the organizer of stop the steal not sure if you remember Stop the Steal. They were one of the groups behind the January 6th rally that turned into an insurrectionist attempt. Ooh. Dear God, was that this year? That was this year. And our favorite sex idiot of the far right, Jacob, Jacob Wall. Wall. favorite of the podcast. Pew, 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 pew. Two separate episodes on that man. Oh, man. He just, he keeps popping up like a zit. Yep. They set out on a journey, an epic quest. A crusade, it was if you strangers, will. Journey. To find out whether Ilanomar had married her brother so he could attain U.S. citizenship. She definitely didn't, <laughs> but we're still gonna broadcast <laughs> all of this bullshit to you. Yeah, I'd, I'd lost, I'd lost the tune there at the end. So they traveled to their Paris, which I guess in this case is far distant Minnesota. To seek out this, you know, bigoted grail. Um, uh -huh. They eventually released a documentary, wink, on Vimeo entitled Importing Elan, a documentary explaining Representative Omar's marriage scandal. The film promised to investigate, quote, the controversies and deceptions of Congresswoman Ilhan Omar by looking behind the charges of racist anti-Jew bigotry and allegations that originated from within the Somali community, 
allegations that the immigrant turned member of Congress committed immigration fraud by marrying her own brother to provide him residency and education. That I doubt that came from within the Somali community. I don't no. even think you've ever talked to a Somali person in your life. No, I don't. And if you did, it was they, on accident. I don't think that they are entirely sure that Somalis are not people who serve wine at restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> They're very knowledgeable about the reds versus the whites. <laughs> what a fabulous California grape. Um <laughs> While making the documentary, Laura and company continually referenced the large team that's helping them make this documentary, despite never showing anyone else besides the three of them on camera. Yeah. In another live stream, Ali Alexander claims that they needed to price out three to four different security firms for the next day's shoot because the threats driving around Minneapolis were just too great. In one literally Oscar-worthy scene, I I have not seen this documentary, but I want to see it for just this scene alone. Oh, God, you're going to make me YouTube this with you, aren't you? Maybe, yes. Okay. Loomer <laughs> stomps up to Omar's home in Minneapolis and attempts to serve her with, quote, a sworn affidavit swearing under penalty of perjury that she has never married any of her biological siblings. She waits on that doorstep in the snow for almost a full minute. Which is impressive because we know how much he hates the cold. She peers into the windows and keeps saying, well, the lights are on. <laughs> Eventually, she, she turns around to her off-camera producer and says, well, no answer. I guess we're just going to have to go try her office. End scene. End scene. <laughs> A full minute. My God, the journalistic integrity. What ends will she not go to to get the scoop? Did she knock? She did. Did she bother knock? She okay. Did knock. She did knock. She's making some progress on the door thing. <laughs> um. Later, when Wall and Loomer attempt to go to Omar's office, only to find that she's not there, they conclude that the address is a sham. Not that she just wasn't at her wasn't office. Wasn't there. <laughs> You in know the, where I'm not right now? At the office. It's true. In the end, our intrepid heroes are unable to find their villain. So Wool decides to fabricate a bunch of death threats against himself from fake Twitter accounts. Yeah. What an M. Night Shyamalan twist. Yes. And, and seriously, guys, if you have not listened to our Jacob Wall sex idiot of the far right episode, please do yourselves just a little favor. Just... Just, just give that a click. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Scroll. Jesus, that's probably like 20 or 30 episodes back. Right. They then go on live stream to say that they have been going around Minneapolis in armored cars and with security because they fear that Omar is sending someone after them. Also, that Islamist forces have taken over parts of Minneapolis law enforcement and that Sharia police enforce Sharia law in Minneapolis. <laughs> Jesus. After this colossal failure, Laura decided to loomer herself at 2019's Conservative Political Action Conference. She's... Mm. Otherwise known as the crowd watching Sunday football at Hooters after attending church. Yeah. She started off light by hosting a press conference to premiere her groundbreaking Ilan Omar documentary, which features Laura standing on the doorsteps in the snow. 
The next day, she decided to heckle a variety of different members of the media before setting her sights on CNN's Oliver Darcy, chasing after him and yelling at him about internet censorship and shadow bans and deplatforming Alex Jones. Does she think that he's in charge of the internet? He is in Oliver Darcy is in charge of the internet, according to Laura Loomer. Mm-hmm. After her tantrum finished, she told some student activists that Darcy is a pussy and a beta <laughs> bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or as as as, as Ben Shapiro said, a, a p word. He said he's a he's a p word. <laughs> CPAC removed her press credentials and booted her out. My God, because CPAC is a beta bitch. I mean, it's been said. And then there's her social media presence, which is akin to someone with foot fungus walking barefoot in a public bathroom. (laughs) Unwanted and stinky. No. It's gross. In July 2017, it was reported that 2,000 migrants had died attempting to cross the Mediterranean so far that year. Mm -hmm. Loomer tweeted in response, Good! Applause hands emoji. Here's to 2,000 more. When someone called her out saying, well, that's not right. basic human decency to the list. Yeah, put that in there. Um, Yeah, when someone called her out, she replied with, no, coming into the Western world illegally and spreading Islam like AIDS and refusing to assimilate and raping our women is not right. Put down AIDS. Yep. (laughs) That's what I'm writing. After the 2017 terror attack in New York City, in which an Uzbek national killed eight and injured 11 after driving a truck into pedestrians, Loomer went on a Twitter rampage. She called herself a proud Islamophobe and said Muslims are savages who ruin everything, including Halloween, that Islam is a cancer, and then called for a complete and permanent Muslim ban. Jesus Christ. I was like, babe, babe, why did you ruin Halloween? Never mind. Anyway. I need to know. I need to Where's know. Where's your journalistic integrity, Ren? He's probably <laughs> he's probably on our couch with the cat on his gun. Tell his him bed. I want to know why he ruined <laughs> Halloween. That's right. Reek personally ruined Halloween for all of us. <laughs> As if he wasn't the spookiest bitch among us. <laughs> he is a very spooky bitch. news reports revealed that the attacker had worked as an Uber driver, Loomer's tweet storm found a new target as she accused the rideshare apps of employing too many Muslims and argued for a Muslim-free alternative service. She was then subsequently banned from Lyft, Uber, and Uber Eats, which is probably a super bummer this last year and a half. Yeah. I do wonder if she's using DoorDash or Grubhub and if we need to have words with them about that. It's probably DoorDash. I have feelings about DoorDash. I don't I don't believe in cancel culture. I don't believe in cancellation. I do believe it's really funny to make sure Laura Loomer can't get tacos. <laughs> you are not allowed to have tacos delivered to your door. Fuck you. <laughs> not after all the shit you said. Not after all this. After the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School... Loomer accused the grieving teenagers of being crisis actors. It's obvious these kids are reading a screen or note someone else wrote for them, she tweeted. Notice how media is only talking to the same group of students. They aren't talking to the pro-gun ROTC students who actually saved lives, unlike these students 
Do you mean ROTC? Did you not say ROTC? No. Oh, I've always heard it as ROTC. ROTC. <laughs> yes, they're ROTC. The point is that I don't think any student... <laughs> we're... What? We're is this like... like... No, no, he had a point. Is this, is this like a group of young Avengers that you imagine were in this high school? What are you talking about? <sighs> in 2018, Twitter informed Loomer that she was violating the rules on hateful conduct after a series of tweets about her favorite representative, Ilan Omar. Mm-hmm. Isn't it ironic how the Twitter moment used to celebrate women, LGBTQ, and minorities is a picture of Ilan Omar, she tweeted. Ilan is pro-Sharia. Ilan is pro-FGM. Under Sharia, homosexuals are oppressed and killed. Women are abused and forced to wear the hijab. Ilan is anti-Jewish. I almost feel like this is like a... A, a bigoted Mad Libs. Yes. You know what I mean? Put in a noun. Put in an adjective. Make sure you use the word cuck at least twice. Yeah. You know? After announcing she was kicked off of PayPal via an Instagram post that was due to her reported ties to United West, that hate group whose business address she shares. I didn't know you could get kicked off of PayPal. Right. Jesus. She was then banned from Instagram for claiming that Omar was pushing for another 9-11 and that Patriots should rise up against her, which, I don't know, Ooh. that could be a call for violence. This was followed by her being banned from Facebook as part of their very belated effort to contain misinformation and extremism, like very belated, like a modicum of effort. Just the tiniest bit of effort. Now, like, okay, so you were talking about Instagram and, like, the Facebook ban makes sense because Facebook and Instagram are both owned by the Zuck. But, uh, I struggle with Instagram. Instagram is the social media platform that by far I understand the least because I have 5,000 pictures of beans all in roughly the exact same position on the same part of my couch, and I don't think anyone gives a shit. Am I to expect that Laura Loomer made all of this hate speech about Ilian Omar, like, written in coffee foam? Like, how does that fucking work on Instagram? I imagine it's more like a pastel pink, like, motivational quote. You know? In that really, like, loopy, poorly kerned cursive. Yeah, like kind of a hashtag boss babe moment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hashtag Islamophobe, you know? Yeah. So being banned from pretty much every legitimate social media site, as well as PayPal, Venmo, and GoFundMe, that makes life very difficult for a grifter who's got a grift. But it also makes it very difficult to run for Congress. Because, <laughs> yes, Laura Loomer threw her hat in the ring for the 21st Congressional District seat, which includes Palm Beach, Florida, and is former President Trump's home district. Mm -hmm. She went up against Democratic incumbent Lois Frankel, a 32-year-old political veteran and a generally likable person. Despite literally everything about her, Loomer managed to win the Republican primary over five other candidates. Which makes me think, who were these other five candidates? Were they, like, all rats in a trench coat? Vermin Supreme. She announced her win on Parlor, the only, oh, the only real social media site she's allowed to be on. And again, calls herself the most banned woman in the world. She immediately received a supportive tweet from Donald Trump. 
Great going, Laura. You have a great chance against a Pelosi puppet. I feel like Trump definitely wrote all of those, like, great going types of tweets just as fill-in-the-blanks. Like, those are the only ones I'm fairly certain that his aides wrote because they're not nearly rambling enough to seem like they came from him. That's true. I think I think that's probably something that it's like, okay, we got Pelosi puppet, we got globalist, we got, what are, what are some of your other ones? I don't know, swamp. Okay. He also does not seem like the kind of man who's going to remember anybody's name unless he's actively oh, looking no. at it or if Absolutely. he's married to them. He does not know anyone's name. He does not know Tiffany's name. Oh, of course. He doesn't know his son's name. Tiffany, I think at this point, knows that he doesn't know her name. And I think she's gotten to the point where she's okay that he's forgotten her name. She's had a lot of time to come to terms with that. But his, yeah. his sons are continually hurt that he calls them Kevin and Jonas. Now, he knows Donald Trump Jr. I no, do believe not, that he's no, probably... I, I, now, I don't know that he knows which one is Donald Trump oh, Jr. Oh, okay. I will accept that. He knows that one of them he named after himself the only way he remembers that name. Yeah. But he constantly is like, all right, uh, Donald and, uh, I don't know, Fitzwilliam <coughs> has no idea. Um, at Loomer's victory party, her guest list included a who's who of the fucking worst, including Roger Stone, yeah. man who still has Nixon's face tattooed on his back. We cannot forget this. No. Milo Yiannopoulos, the world's Ugh. saddest pedophile sympathizer, and Gavin McInnes, founder of the Proud Boys, and owner of Terrible Facial Hair. Her platform did not focus on any actual issues people cared about, like no. health care or the economy. Why would it? But on censorship by big tech, Jew haters in Congress, and support for Donald Trump. At a dinner sponsored by the Republican Federated Women of South Florida, she said, So the biggest social media companies that you're probably using every single day, the most powerful tech companies in the world, are taking meetings with Islamic terror organizations to shut down Jews, to shut down Trump supporters, anybody who voices opposition. Uh Uh-huh. Facebook is owned by who now? The Zuck. Also known as Mark Zuckerberg? Yes. Islamic extremist Mark Zuckerberg? I don't think... Mark Zuckerberg has been extreme in literally anything he's done. Everything he does is mild or apathetic. I believe that he probably <laughs> drinks some really expre- extreme jasmine tea. Oh, yeah. Like, and like, if he drinks like a two caffeinated green tea, it ruins his whole day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't know what to do with that. Um, in the wake of her primary win, Twitter and Facebook took the very bold stance of continuing to refuse to reinstate Luber's <laughs> presence on their platforms. They're like, nah, fuck nah, bitch. New phone, nah. who this? No. Which means that she had used methods like phone banks and chicken dinners to spout her bigoted hyperbole. Uh. We have actual jihadists roaming the halls of Congress, she once told a crowd. And where's Lois Frankel? What? Jihadists just roaming the halls of Congress. You know, there, there are. It's a very strong lobby group. They always have a crab dinner, you know, and they just, you know, meet with the members of Congress, and they're like, "Hey, guys, we just really want to like." I'm fairly certain they're not having a shellfish dinner. <laughs> well, you know, everything you you always have to bend a little bit in order to make political inroads. <laughs> 
flexibility is important. <laughs> Extreme shellfish dinner. <laughs> well, with messaging like that, I'm sure you're shocked that she lost the race by 20 points. No. But hey, if you don't succeed, try again in a different district. Oh, no. Uh, this September, she announced that she would be challenging the Republican U.S. Representative Daniel Webster in the upcoming primary for Florida's 11th Congressional District. Webster is a dime a dozen conservative. He did join the amicus brief protesting the 2020 election results. He is not a shining hero. No, he's a bastard, but... But he hasn't handcuffed himself to a building. He hasn't peed his pants outside of Twitter. <laughs> as far as I know. So. He may be able to think of better protest chants than Nancy, Nancy! Nancy! A month later, Laura could add a published author to her resume. The, the author's bio is how I started this podcast. Um, her book, Loomered, How I Became the Most Banned Woman in the World, is available for purchase on Amazon. The hardcover is twenty four ninety nine. if you're interested. Is this self-published? Probably not. It's probably okay. one of those conservative public companies. Oh, I'm sure. I, would companies. You, I just... It's certainly not Penguin Books. No. <laughs> Here is the description. Laura Loomer is a young, assertive, conservative investigative journalist who is ready and willing to ask the hard questions to uncover the truth. Do Muslims call their eggs? <laughs> Her tenacious spirit and willingness to go the extra mile are normally applauded traits in her industry. Yet, with every honest story she's broke on and reported on, and every lie she's exposed, she wasn't rewarded or thanked for her efforts. Instead, the leftist mainstream media and big-tech social media tyrants fought to shut her up and shut her down. From Twitter, Facebook, Uber, and PayPal, she was banned, defamed, debanked, threatened, and excoriated. A real-life example of how conservative voices are being censored in America and around the world. Laura shares her side of the extreme censorship she has faced. She wrote a book. Her story serves as a historical documentation and warning to everyone about the dangers of the monopolistic social media giants, and she explains how free speech is in jeopardy. You still published a book! <laughs> God damn it, Laura! Yeah, again, for someone who's complaining about her free speech being infringed, like, she's fucking everywhere. Um, yeah. And, like, the things she says get, like, front-page attention, like, all the fucking time. She certainly has gotten plenty of coverage for the bullshit she said during the pandemic. Like, I believe when a few years pass, we will see that the vaccines will have killed more people than COVID. How is a vaccine saving lives for a virus with a 99.7 recovery rate? A bad case of food poisoning is literally more lethal than COVID. Because over 600,000 people died from food poisoning this year in the United States. I don't know if you knew that. That's the, that's the secret pandemic. The, the hidden <laughs> epidemic. It's all those crab dinners. <laughs> you can't eat them the next day. Um, 
or in December of last year when she posted on Parlor, I hope I get COVID just so I can prove to people I've had bouts of food poisoning that are more serious and life-threatening than a hyped-up virus. Have you ever eaten bad fajitas? That will kill you faster than COVID. Girl, where are you getting your fajitas? Speaking of Scheidenfreude, Laura Loomer was diagnosed with COVID-19 earlier this month. <laughs> it was the only good thing that happened to me <laughs> in September. Confirming this in a series of posts where she described her symptoms as being hit by a bus. I mean, of course, she still refuses to get the vaccine, stating yeah, that she's course. going on a regimen of hydroxychloroquine and and complain that she couldn't get a doctor to prescribe her ivermectin. Because she's not a horse. Um, but what she really needs is your prayers. Just pray for me, please. Can't even begin to explain how brutal the body aches and nausea that come with COVID are. I am in so much pain. This is honestly the worst part about it. Is it? <laughs> Well, it's no snowy, stupid Minneapolis, but you know. Mm. And again, I think we want this is this is right now the current end of Laura Loomer. Not like literally, but like she is currently has COVID nineteen. She's very sad about it. Yeah. And again, Scheidenfreude. It's a lovely yeah. word. It's just mm, fills me with glee and joy and light. Ren. Yeah. How many bullet points do you think I have on this list? I'm going to guess 48. 56. Woo! 56 things 56. that Laura Loomer does not understand. 56. Is it time for a recap? We have to recap. Let's go. Okay. And Number I want, one. I kind of want you to do this in a we didn't start the fire. <laughs> like, Laura Loomer I doesn't understand these things. <laughs> You don't have to, but that's just know that that's the melody playing in my mind as you read this. I mean, if you if you want to beatbox me in or something, uh, Laura Loomer doesn't understand Islam, lesbians, college strategists, indoctrination, ISIS, journalism, the law generally. But there's an asterisk next to it because I'm going to go into that in more depth. <laughs> <laughs> Standards of conduct, validatorians, how to entrap people in your journalism, burkas, Shakespeare, blue lives matter, free speech, terrorism, object, permanence, vampires, I'm not sure, maybe, Easter eggs, right? <laughs> the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which does not have a good beat to it, Twitter, the Holocaust, Sharia law, <laughs> doors, <laughs> Hydration protest, trespassing, Antifa locks on doors. <laughs> doors is two separate bullet points. ID sarcasm, Somalias. <laughs> Affidavit: How many people constitutes a crowd? Minneapolis. Who's in charge of the internet? <laughs> <laughs> CPAC, decency, AIDS, and Halloween school shootings. What does that say? <laughs> does that say ferns? <laughs> it maybe says ferns, maybe says femme. I don't know. Oh, I, um, 
FTM. Female genital mutilation PayPal social media and Instagram. What jihadists are honesty and Uber censorship. Uh, <laughs> vaccines, COVID and food poisoning, proper food storage, fajitas, doctors and horses. <laughs> Does horses have a question mark? Because horses and vampires are both dubious. Horses va- uh, and sommeliers. Horses, vampires, and sommeliers. I can't prove she doesn't understand That's it. That's going to be our first album when we create our band. Horses, vampires, and sommeliers. <laughs> Three things that Laura Loomer may or may not understand. <laughs> And doors. <laughs> I love that. Like it's on the same list. It's like she doesn't understand the freedom of like religious right restoration act or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, you know what? Say me neither. And then it's doors. Well, the fact that it went from religious freedom restoration act, Twitter, the Holocaust, Sharia law, doors. <laughs> You know, I, I, I had. Thank you, thank you. I had to absolutely. We that didn't entirely. start the fire. <laughs> oh, it's burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. No, no, girl. And this one is. We didn't make the fajitas. <laughs> we we didn't make the fajitas. We didn't make the Laura fajitas. Laura Loomer made never. made these fajitas and ate them. And this is the consequences of her own actions not knowing how doors work so oh, nobody wants any of your nasty ass <laughs> nasty pork ass fajitas i don't trust you making fajitas girl i yeah but I, I if there's a way to make me feel better in all of this if there's some self-care you can impart upon me now's the time this plan is really focused on flu season because it's coming up Okay? It's important to take care of yourself when you're under the weather. All right? So first, get the fucking vaccine. Fuck, I didn't put vaccines on here. Oh, shit. Shit. Another for the list. Another for the list. Okay, keep going. But yes, get your fucking vaccine. Listen to your body. If you're tired, take a nap. If you're hungry, eat something. Pay attention to what your body is telling you and give it what it's asking for. Like the vaccine. Yeah. Like that. If your body's telling you to kill, 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 don't listen to your body then. Don't. Mm, mm. I'm just trying to keep us on the right side of the I mean, if if you're like, if you're like, you know, perhaps Ginger's body and the ghosts in your bones are like, fuck you. Don't listen to them. No. You have very rude ghosts haunting your bones. I do. But you know what I could probably do about it? It's some yoga. Some yoga. That's not one of the tips on the self-care plan. The second one is to rest. Don't push yourself past your limits. That could do more damage in the long run and make you feel sick longer. Take the rest that you need so you recover and get back to doing what you do best. Creating fake documentaries about the rise of Sharia law in the Midwest. And then drink hot tea. Not only relaxing and comforting, herbal tea has many health benefits, such as relieving congestion, soothing a sore throat, and helping with the indigestion that comes from eating bad fajitas. And that's the tea. That's the tea. 
I am going to tweet a completely out of context photo <laughs> of these post-it notes. And if anybody can tell me what the fuck it oh, is, man. we will have you as a guest star on the Absolutely. show. Absolutely. Dude, I will just, I'll do a whole episode celebrating your awesomeness. Yeah. Straight up. Oh, well, I think that's going to be all for us this week, folks. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, and god damn it, you should, check us out on thisfnguypod.com or still at femalepsychopath.info mm-hmm. um, or on Twitter at thisfnguypod. Uh, we got the Facebook a going. We have not been shut down in like two months and counting. Uh, and you can donate to our Patreon. Um, we are going to be probably rolling out some changes in like the next month or so. We warned you about it on the last episode. Yeah. And we didn't so- do it because my dog died, but oh well. Yeah. <clears throat> so obviously I'm sure you guys have noticed that we haven't been posting as regularly. Obviously there's some like, you know, Karen made the gods bless her in her afterlife as part of that, but may Satan beware. <laughs> um, but we're also thinking about some major changes for the podcast. We're probably going to move officially to more of a, a bi-weekly podcast. Because everything we have, about us is bi. Yeah, everything's about us is bi. And so bi-weekly makes more sense because we still work full-time and we don't get paid for this shit. Look, like, no. until, until like, we can work full-time and go to fucking conventions, which would be yeah. awesome, we're rad. Um, th- twice a month really makes sense for us. But yes, there's some exciting changes coming up. Um, we're probably going to be taking the month of November off because Ginger is getting married and shit. And that's like a big deal. And that'll give us time to do a full rollout when we come back. So we're not gone yet, but stay tuned. I mean, in the meantime, like, remember, we have just done our darndest to not bring you any Casper mattress ads uh, or mm-hmm. Squarespace, or Nature Box kind of hasn't been a thing for a while, huh? But no, I mean, you still hear some Blue Apron every Blue Apron. Yeah. Like, we, we have done our damnedest not to bring you any ads, uh, so if, you know, we understand if you can't donate to Patreon, if you can just, like, post about us on your social yeah. media, or, like, refer us to some friends, like, we are delightful. But the point is, is that we got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe, we will absolutely, uh, Keep you guys in the loop um, as best we can. But we are not gone yet. We still have stuff coming up. So be... There's still life in my old bones. (laughs) The old bones that sound like Statler and Waldorf from the Muppets. Yes, every time I shrug my shoulders. Anyway, I am Ren Martinez. And I remain Ginger Golub. Here is a bonus self-care tip. Fire your shitty doctor. Fuck him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and don't be this fucking guy. Peace. Peace. This fucking guy.